young Metro don't trust you, I'm gon' shoot Beautiful morning, you're the sun of my morning, babe Nothing on What's up and welcome to Nostalgia Pod, your weekly look at what's going on in pop culture. I am here with Dave Martinson to give you the fall 2017 TV preview. But first, Dave, I mean, it's been quite a summer. Game of Thrones wrapped up two weeks ago now. Correct. And we're going into a really packed fall TV shows and movies and even music. I mean, there's just culture nonstop. We're going to kind of go through the list one by one, but just to start out, what's the show that maybe you are most excited for? Yeah, that's a good question. Probably most excited for would be Mr. Robot, just because that's the show I, it's my favorite show of all the shows coming back. It's the one I'm most invested in. You know, Stranger Things is really fun, so that's close. Yeah, and I mean, we're, we're going to look at all the shows coming out. I think the reason I wanted to have you point that out is because shows like Mr. Robot, Stranger Things, that we review every week, we're not going to be diving into as deep today. Just kind of more mentioning when they're coming out, maybe some quick things to look at or get hyped for. But we'll be doing a deeper dive on those sort of things, probably Black Mirror, maybe BoJack or Vice Principals as they, as it feels necessary. Let's start with Wet Hot American Summer, which already dropped, actually. Yeah, August 4th, about a month ago. <laughs> Have you ever watched any of this? Like the movie or the last season? Yeah, yeah, I've watched the original movie and I watched the first prequel series, First Day of Camp. So now this is uh, 10 years later, obviously self-explanatory. And I haven't actually gotten to this yet. I've been watching a lot of Twin Peaks. So I don't have time. But uh, yeah, Wet Hot, crazy cast. And it's really funny. So I'm looking forward to more of that. Yeah, it is a crazy cast. And just really talented people. If I ever get around to watching it, I'd really enjoy it. I've only watched the movie, so I, I haven't caught up on the prequel quite yet. But uh, that and The Defenders dropped on Netflix. Now, I know that you're you're more into the, the Defenders and, and those storylines than I am. I, I didn't finish Daredevil, didn't watch Jessica Jones or Luke Cage. Or was it Iron Fist is the fourth one? Yes. All, all I've seen about this really is that Iron Fist sucks as a character, which I don't know if that really holds any weight. But, I mean, have you checked out the Defenders at all? I have not checked it out yet. It's actually a shorter season of only eight episodes. All the other ones were 13. And poor Loris, you know, Loris Terrell of Game of Thrones. Tim Jones, he's uh, not well-liked as Iron Fist. Iron Fist, just the characterization, the writing around him has not been well-received, and he helps drag down the Defenders and make it more muddled. So that's kind of unfortunate, but they got Luke Cage Season 2 coming out next year. They got Daredevil Season 3. They got Jessica Jones Season 2. And the one I'm most excited for, Punisher, coming out probably in November. John Bernthal is amazing. Daredevil Season 2 is great. So yeah, I think Punisher. Yeah, this world overall is really fun to be in, even if there's some moments that are better than others. Cool. Well, I'll definitely check it out. I've heard a lot of good things about it so far. Next up on the list, I believe, was Halt and Catch Fire and Narcos. I mean, Halt and Catch Fire is a show that I know has got a lot of critical love, but no one really watches. That's correct. Yeah, it's uh, it's a marvel that the show exists. It's it's already underway. It's fourth and final season on AMC. Uh, yeah, given the you know non-existent ratings, it shouldn't have gotten this far. But, you know, Lee Pace and Mackenzie Davis uh, really slayed on it. It's about the rise of the computer industry in the 80s, and it's supposed to be really great. So that's a show I've wanted to watch for a while, and I'll get to eventually. Yeah, you say that, but it, actually, I, I think Halt and Catch Fire is like a testament to just kind of like the direction TV making is going in. If they feel like they have something good, they just want to have it in their library to like say that it's there. People can go back and access it later on which hopefully you will and i mean i'd, I'd like to as well if it feels like it's 
a never-ending avalanche of stuff before I can get to it. Narcos. I mean, do you do you watch Narcos? I've watched season one. Season two came out good? in September, so season three comes out nine one. It's already out now. Season three, I'm not even caught up, but season three is interesting to me because uh, Boyd Holbrook is no longer on the show. They got that Logan money now, so no time. Right. And also, by the end of season two, uh, Pablo Escobar, KIA. Spoiler, I guess, but it's also history, so, you know, he dies, <laughs> the show yeah. gets there. So the fact that the show's <laughs> going to keep going and kind of just do other aspects of the drug trade with, like, you know, Pablo Escobar was, like, the second main character for two seasons, so it's kind of cool that the show can continue to exist beyond that. And uh, our guy Pedro Pascal, Oberyn Martell, the Red Viper, is, like, the main character now. So oh, wow. I want to check it out still because, it, you know, it, it's kind of fun to watch. But, yeah, no Boyd. Yeah, the Narcos, I think, already dropped. Yeah, 9-1. Uh, no, uh, Narcos drops on 9-1. Sorry, Halt and Catch Fire already started. Is yeah. what I meant to say. I don't know. I, I, I'm probably not going to watch either one of those shows. But something that I know a lot of people like, very popular, it kind of really does catch like national attention in a way. American Horror Story. Out on yeah, September season 5th. Season 7, uh, I think. Cult. Yeah. I mean, and it's all about clowns. Big clown month with it coming out and Donald Trump not being allowed to see it. And now, he, he, I guess he could probably just watch American Horror Story Cult, but it's not going to have Jessica Lange or Sarah Paulson. No, Sarah Paulson's back. Oh, she is? I thought neither one of them was coming back. Uh, that was probably last year. Lang's still gone. You know, again, it's been going for so long that, like, the cast fluctuates. But, uh, this, you know, so Ryan Murphy, one of the most powerful showrunners in TV. This is on FX. Probably the marquee show for ratings. But, yeah, it, it's kind of critically lost its way uh, years ago. But uh, yeah, like you said, it's still very popular. And it's worth shouting out because this is the kind of show that, as an anthology series, is attractive to talent because they can get in and get out if they want and then come back later if they want. So I'm happy it exists even if I have no interest in it. Yeah, these anthology series seem to be the way that a lot of creative people are, are liking to go just because it is so easy to jump season to season and don't need to have any kind of tying force through it. You're the Worst, a show I really like, uh, premieres the next day. This is another FX show, so they have American Horror Story and You're the Worst premiering back-to-back, two shows that are good in different ways, I would say. You're the Worst, I think, it's a comedy, but it, it, what I really like about this show, they have this really stacked cast. I mean, everybody knows Aya Cash, Chris Gere, he plays Jimmy, but Desmond Borges is my favorite character on this show. He plays Edgar, he's a a veteran, friends with the crew, struggling with PTSD. And the way that it kind of shows him like dealing with it is, I think, very realistic. And the way that they just dive into like mental health issues on the show is like done very tastefully and also in a way that I think is accessible and doesn't really turn people off. Because when you get into something that, that heavy, it can be hard to tie that in in a way that people actually want to watch. But they do it in a really right. beautiful way. Yeah. And the show's just, it's its 30 minutes. It's, it's a good watch. I would highly recommend You're the Worst. Yeah, it's already its fourth season. Yeah, FX just has such a stacked library that shows like You're the Worst and Better Things, which comes out on the 14th, Pamela Adlin. It's just, they have these smaller shows that aren't going to be ratings killers, but, you know, they don't mind that as long as they have some more critical darlings in their quiver. You said oh, you were definitely. interested in checking out Better Things? I've heard a lot of good things about it. Yeah, I've heard I've heard some really really good things about it. And uh, single mom, I think. That's the premise. I heard that. Well, better things from uh, from the sense I get, it's kind of about 
put that one in just pull it up here i want to make sure i, I do it justice because i don't want to just go off the cuff it's about like the single mother who raises three daughters in los angeles just kind of how she goes about like life as like a struggling single mother it's it's almost sort of like the female version of louis in a way i, I don't think it's necessarily it doesn't start off as a comedy so much in, in that way but it looks more at like just day-to-day life and all these like kind of awkward scenarios that she runs into the thing i i think sounds really intriguing about it is sort of like louis it takes artistic chances while also kind of keeping the comic thread of like this is her day-to-day life and how she deals with all these relationships and things so i mean i heard that the second episode of the subcoming season is a masterpiece similar to like the way louis you'd have like maybe one or two episodes a season people really were talking about so i definitely want to try to check that out i gotta find time to catch up on it but i believe it's also only a half hour so hopefully i can find the data binge that in the near future yeah it's only its second season too so it's easy to catch up on and Louis helped create the show, actually. So, you know, more pedigree there. Yeah, that makes sense, though. Yeah, one of, two other shows that are coming, or actually three other shows that premiere between You're the Worst and Better Things. BoJack Horseman, which we, we talked about. This is its fourth season, I believe. And just a great animated drama. The Deuce. So, Dave, I, you, before we, we went on air, you were talking about The Deuce and how you're pretty excited for the show. David Simon, dog. Come on, man. Gotta be hyped for that. Get that character working. Yeah, it's about the it's about the rise and legalization of the porn industry in 1970s New York City. James Franco, dual role, Maggie Gyllenhaal, David Simon, which I haven't seen The Wire. Obviously, that's his crown jewel. But I did see Show Me Hero, his miniseries with Oscar Isaac about Yonkers Mayor Nick Wasisko, and that was impeccable. So I'm really excited for this. In fact, the premiere's live on TV on the 10th, but... The first episode is already available on streaming for HBO, so you can actually check out that pilot now if you want. Is James Franco a good actor? I think sometimes he's a great actor, and sometimes he does really dumb stuff, you know, so it's really hit or miss, but if David Simon is hitching his wagon to him, I'd be confident. Yeah, David Simon just does such a good job of, like, building awesome and really interesting worlds, even when it's not really anything that's that crazy necessarily so i think the deuce is probably gonna be a show that people are talking about a lot broad city also premieres yeah no on the 13th i'm sorry and yeah i mean that's just probably one of the funniest shows that's out there right now lana glazer abby jacobson they're blowing up they're all they're other movies other tv shows but one of the things that really interests me about this upcoming season it's only 10 episodes it's out after south park so it has like a great audience to lead into it setting setting it right up for success they have some really interesting guests guest stars this year steve buscemi is going to be in an episode shania twain wanda sykes and mike birbiglia were like the ones that really stood out to me but uh yeah i mean i think if you haven't checked out broad city it's, it's a fun watch and it's just really silly definitely two of the queens of yas queens of, of comedy at, at this point <laughs> and this is the fourth season and the fifth season is also coming out next year so it was renewed for two seasons so yeah comedy central just wants to give jacobson and glazer more room. Hey. Just keep doing what you're doing. If you got a good thing, lock it up. Just like Matthew Stafford. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, after Better Things, what, what sticks out to you in the uh, upcoming TV slate? Yeah, so for the end of September, there's still a bunch of other stuff. Vice Principals, Jody Hill, mm. Danny McBride, with, you know, Walt Goggins. Last season. Lead. Yep, I mean, they're, they filmed this uh, back-to-back in, I think, 2015. We talked about the first season last year. And, you know, this is a knock the socks off, but I think it's a really funny uh, show. has some, you know, unique stuff for Danny McBride to do. And Walt Goggins is just a maniac, and it's awesome to watch him cook. So I think that's mm-hmm. just a fun 
fun show to watch. I mean, there's a lot of comedies this fall, as we've gotten through already. But uh, considering this is a miniseries that will be over after this season, uh, you know, I think they'll yeah. make much more of a commitment. I'll just want to finish it out and, you know, laugh a lot. Yeah, especially with, like, shows like, like The Deuce and Game of Thrones. Like, obviously Game of Thrones is out at this point, but they've had such, like, serious stuff. Having vice principals come back almost feels like a palate cleanser in a way. Yeah, I mean, we're not watching Ball. A needed palate cleanser. We could be having our palate cleansed by The Rock. <laughs> I, I don't want the, the Rock to ever cleanse my palate. <laughs> do do you watch Transparent? That that premieres on the twenty second. Jeffrey Tambor, Mark, and uh, Duplass. Jay Duplass. Jill Soloway is one of the. She's the creator, like a showrunner. She's one of the more, you know, top end showrunners in the game right now. Uh, Transparent's not something that you know I'm personally interested in, but it's always been a Emmy darling, and it's out there on Amazon. If you. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing as This Is Us in a way. It's something that. I feel like just doesn't really catch my interest right now, but I know it's out there and is quality. This is also kind of a surprise hit last year. Exactly. Yeah, they follow up. Mandy Moore. Yeah, Mandy Moore, Milo, Sterling K. Brown. A lot of Emmy love for This Is Us coming up in September. I think we'll get to the Emmys. Soundcloud Conscious Nostalgia Pod when they come out. You know, shout out NBC getting a critical hit because NBC is kind of struggling lately. There's not much uh, network shows on our list if you didn't notice already, but uh, This Is Us is definitely top. And for good reason, apparently. So after uh, after This Is Us, looks like the next big show that's going to be premiering, or maybe it's going to be coming right around the same time, Star Trek Discovery. I didn't know that they were remaking Star Trek. Yeah, no, this um, so th- this got like delayed a lot. Like it had some you know issues with production, so it kind of got off the ground. You know, challenges with that. But uh, yeah, this is going to be on CBS All Access, the CBS subscription service, just like The Good Place was on there as well. It stars Sonequa Martin-Green. She's uh, Sasha from The Walking Dead. Ah. Judging off the trailer, it has a really high production value. And again, start, like, like you were in that, Star Trek hasn't been on TV in a while. So I'm uh, really intrigued to see what they do with this because that's kind of exciting. Who's your uh, favorite captain? Oh, good one. Got to be uh, Shatner. Just for oh, me. you think so? Patrick Stewart is mine. Yeah, it's true. Stewart is really good. I, I like Stewart more for Professor X, though. But, yeah. Because I was always a Star Wars person. I agree with you on that. So jumping from Star Trek Discovery, Inhumans coming out at the end of September. I don't really know much about this show, Dave. Why don't you uh, illuminate? It's a Marvel TV show on uh, oh, NBC. Oh, this is that. Okay. I, yeah. I do know this show. The, the Inhumans are similar to the X-Men right. because Fox and Marvel Studios don't play nice. They've kind of been hyping up the Inhumans, you know, for their, they're like mutants, basically, but they're not. Of note, Elon Rion, a.k.a. Ramsey Bolton, is on the show, yep. so he's getting a, a big look there, and we'll see how the effects uh, look. The trailer looked kind of a little sus. It's actually debuting in IMAX, which is interesting for a TV show on network TV, so I'd like to see how this goes. I watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for a while, falling off that, but I don't think I'll stick around for this, but I'm, I'm curious to see what like the quality level is. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Kirby Enthusiast. Season 9. Crazy. Yeah, it's six years after season 8 finale. And, you know, I never really thought they were going to make another ep- uh, season of Kirby Enthusiasm. I've, I've watched all the episodes. I mean, there's some classic ones. It's kind of like Seinfeld for me. I really like Seinfeld, but I don't think I love the awkward comedy as much. You know, I don't, it's not, so, and, I mean, I just hate feeling that awkward watching the show. I, it, so I don't know. <laughs> but, I mean, just the way that he thinks of, uh, you know, the way that he thinks of like situations and how they all connect together is so ridiculous. 
but I mean, you, you gotta watch it if 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 you haven't watched Larry David Cook, right? You, you gotta watch it. And then after Kirby Enthusiasm, Mr. Robot, so fucking pumped. Yes, so pumped. Bobby Cannavale joined the fold, fresh off his dick roll on Master of None. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked up at length about Robot and Rami Malek and Sam Esmail and how genre bending the show is, and it's just exciting and. That's probably the closest thing to appointment viewing as there is this fall. And, I, yeah, can't wait. Let's go. Tyrell Wellick, man. The biggest wild card. He is real. <laughs> the Walking Dead comes back on the 22nd. Where, where did they leave off, Wes, at the end of this time? Don't know, because I didn't finish last season. What? I've decided that uh, The Walking Dead is not so interesting. I still find it entertaining. But uh, because there's no uh, imminent ending of the show, criticism for many years at this point, I don't feel compelled to stay up to date. I want to watch everything else first. Walking Dead is basically the bottom of the list right now. I'll get to it again eventually, but whatever. I just don't care as much as I once did. I feel you on that. I, I mean, I've been watching the show since like season three or four or something like that, so I don't blame you at all. Stranger Things coming back right before Halloween, October 27th. Got that Michael Jackson in the trailer. So yeah. pumped. October 27th is a, it's a big day in entertainment because, like, Super Mario Odyssey comes out that day for the Switch, like the big Mario game. Uh, and then uh, Assassin's Creed Origin comes out uh, after a year off for the franchise. And uh, Wolfenstein, a big game for Bethesda, the guys who make Fall and Skyrim. So three huge video games and Stranger Things all come out on the same Wednesday. It's going to be a lit nostalgia Halloween episode for <laughs> sure. Yeah, and we're definitely going to do a deeper dive on Stranger Things before the season starts. I mean, there's just a lot to preview with it and talk about. Search Party. Do you remember this from last uh, fall? Yeah, I was going to say, is this is this coming back or is this something that never actually got off the ground now that it's finally happened? Nah, it's season two, back on TBS. If you don't know, this is the Ali Shockwat comedy vehicle. She's from Arrested Development, of course. Uh, a show I didn't watch, but I heard good things about. You know, I'd like to get to it. Probably won't kind of deal. Nah, definitely not going to get to it. Uh, but, I mean, good, good for them. I mean, making a show that was good enough to get a second season means that they did something right. So, yeah, let, let's talk about, let's finish up with the two shows that are going to be coming out, but we don't really know when. Punisher yes. and Black Mirror. Yep. Fill me in on Punisher, and then we'll end with a, a quick Black Mirror discussion. Yeah, so Punisher has been doing, like, a social media a tease thing, so that'll be imminent, but his character, played by John Bernthal, was introduced in Daredevil Season 2, and it'll go from there, but he just played a really similar to the rest of the Defenders verse. He plays a really gritty, violent role, but the character also has, like, you know, a lot of uh, mixed emotion into it. It seems like a really deep character, so I'm really interested to see more of that because he was probably my favorite aspect of Daredevil Season 2. So that'll be exciting. That's probably going to come out in November because that's when Luke Cage dropped. Yeah, so once we find no more, it'll be fun to watch. But, uh, yeah. Now, I know you're a huge Black Mirror guy. How are you feeling about season four? Yeah, man. Dude, so I, I literally just watched uh, San Junipero uh, the other day after we were hanging out. I went home and I was like, you know what? I got to rewatch the episode. It, it really is such a good show. I, I recommended it to my dad recently. Black Mirror, I mean, just we talked about these in anthology series. And I don't, this isn't even really an anthology because it's not connected in any way. It's just these standalone episodes exploring how, uh, you know, current day media or technology affects what could possibly impact things in the future in a really yep. horrific way. 
man, it, there's a lot of exciting things about Black Mirror. Just I think in general, the concepts and the way that it it pushes the way you you look at and think about society is really cool. They always get really good actors. I mean, they had uh, uh, in season one the guy that was in the uh, the second episode turned out to be the uh, Daniel Kaluuya. His last name, but he was in Get Out. So they always find these these stars. Yeah, Kaluuya. Uh, and this season, Jesse Plemons. I haven't oh, yeah. really seen him doing much since uh, Fargo. Exactly. And he's coming back with Jimmy Simpson. Um, it looks like the, the Star Trek Enterprise. Obviously not going to be the <laughs> Star Trek Enterprise, but it looks like it. Yeah. Uh, and it also looks like they're going to do a comedy episode this season. That'll be interesting because that really yeah. hasn't happened, right? I mean, there's funny moments at times. No. But... Yep. Not yet, so we'll we'll see how that goes. But really interesting. They're they're definitely taking some chances, which I mean, I I think anyone that listens to the show knows. I always appreciate when shows are taking chances and pushing themselves a bit. Looks like it's gonna be an episode directed by David Brooker. It looks like so. Oh, it's gonna be the one with, with jo- Jodie Foster. Oh yeah, Jodie Foster. So oh, also the the comedy one. Now that I'm looking at it is gonna be the one with Jesse Plemons and uh, Jimmy Simpson in it. So. Two good people to lead it. But yeah, Jodie Foster's directing. Great. What do you think about that? I wasn't familiar with her directing work, if she even has any, but cool. Um, <laughs> it's going to be really interesting, but it's cool. I mean, just a really great show, and Netflix is a perfect platform for them. Yeah, I'm, similar to, I believe, uh, Broadchurch and a few others, this is a BBC original that Netflix has since uh taken over first for just streaming and now the new episodes are by netflix which is kind of cool but yeah i mean it's anthology nature attracting the stars for one-off mini movies basically just a great recipe for success and yeah the unique subject matters and how technology like impacts humanity i think is right for storytelling and there's a lot of stuff that ends up being really it's hard to home you know because it feels really current eventy. so Great show to watch. Definitely catch up if you haven't. Pretty much what I take away from our our fall uh, TV preview is we like when things either get weird or they they make us laugh. So it sounds like we're kind of like like most people in a way. I mean, for the near future, please check out BoJack. Um, If you haven't caught up, the episodes are 30 minutes, very bingeable on Netflix. You don't need to be paying attention all the time, but I highly recommend if you are going to watch, pay attention because it's sort of like Arrested Development where things all connect. And also The Deuce. you got to watch The Deuce. And then Robot. Uh, any last thoughts? Uh, no, just peak TV is a cruel mistress. Hundreds of scripted shows are out there <laughs> and you can't watch them all, but you can pretend you will. And that's what I do. Yeah, and I think everybody pretends in a way. But we will definitely touch on as many as we can moving forward. Uh, check out uh, our previews at Nostalgia Pod on SoundCloud, YouTube, Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere that you listen to pods except for Spotify. We'll definitely be deep diving into at least Stranger Things, probably the Deuce a little bit, definitely Mr. Robot. I mean, that's that's probably going to have a whole like half an episode dedicated to it. But if any of these shows catch your eye and you want to talk about it, tweet at the show at Nostalgia Pod. Leave us a review on iTunes, or reach out to us on Twitter individually, at Peace and at Martin Swagger. We'd love to hear from the fans. Any last thoughts, Dave? Anything you want to say to the fans? Just stay tuned next week for our reviews of Good Time, Awesome Movie, and LCD Sound System's latest record. American Dream. I can't, I can't wait, man. All right. Peace out. All my days, I pray.